0: This is Deserter.
1: What happened there, mate?
0: Podcaster's block.
1: Shall I take over? Please do. Welcome to the podcast about positively sleeping in, messing about and doing nowt.
0: And drinking beer?
1: I thought you were blocked. It's come back. Ah, oh, right. All right. It was lovely and peaceful there for a minute. In a moment
0: we'll talk about some of the things we've been up to since we were last all together. Before moving on to
1: our main topic for this episode,
0: food. Yes, food. What is it? Where does it come from? And is it good for us, like beer?
1: Then we'll take a look at some of the things that have been making the headlines in a section we call the news. News, news, news. Before wrapping up with some social media pics. Yes, A section in which we look at what you've been saying and use it for our content. Works very well. Very well. We basically do fuck all for that section. It's my favourite section. Me too. I'm the Dulwich Raider. And I'm Dirty South. So, Raider, what have you been up to since we last convened? Well,
0: do you remember that cold snap we had the other week?
1: Yes, God.
0: Well, I don't. Because I was in Tenerife. You lucky bastards. Yeah, I managed to wangle a few days over in the Canary Islands and um, I had a wonderful voyage of discovery and what I've decided is the Florida of Europe. <laughs> um, the average age of a tourist in Tenerife is 47, uh, so someone told me in a bar. Right. Um, but nevertheless, we managed to uh, have some great larks and it was a very welcome reminder that while the heat and the sun is always a fabulous sort of plus point in deep midwinter,
1: mm-hmm.
0: best of all is the fact that you've got nothing in particular to do.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, um, and all day to do it. I mean, one minute we were playing crazy golf, the next we were up a volcano in flip-flop smoking a doobie. And it's just, just a wonderful roller coaster week. Uh, I recommend you know, anyone for January and February lose just to get away from it. Uh, it's, a, it's a superb race it's about a four hour flight and very cheap once you're there. I was thinking basically I'd quite like to go to sleep on December the 31st and wake up on the 1st of March. Mm-hmm. I could probably live without January and February.
1: You could probably do that, you're a very really deep sleeper.
0: Yes, <laughs> it reminded me of my, um, my take on the old uh, rhyme 30 days hath September, April, June, and November. 31 have all the rest, save February alone, which goes on and on for fucking ages. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so true. I mean, we could all do without February, really, couldn't we?
0: Yeah, exactly. Just go straight to March. Anyway, so a little, a little um, sunbreak in, uh, in between, uh, especially Jan Fed time, was wonderful. And... Um, you know, I thought fondly of you while you were having a little wander around somewhere quite different, weren't you?
1: I also went south. Yes, yes. yes. While you were uh, in the sunshine in the Canaries, I was in Croydon. Mm. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> it was wonderful, actually. Yes, it surprised me. I wasn't necessarily looking forward to it, no, especially because I, you know I remember it from my youth as as being a bit grim and very kind of concrete, but um, yeah. I really did like it, I found some cracking pubs and I I, I really like the architecture as well, it's quite mm. different from London. And
0: like a mini New York isn't it?
1: Well, mm, no, yeah, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, some of the architecture that I, I hated at the time, like mm. the uh, the NLA Tower, which mm. was uh, mm. built by the guy who, who built the centre point, um, I mean that obviously hasn't changed, but now I love it. I think yeah. it's a, a thing of beauty. I was surprised
0: to read your piece being so positive because you had mentioned to me before that you'd had some conflicting views about it or yeah, uh, I mean, I'd some only troubled really, times. Yeah,
1: I've been there for uh, gigs mostly and mm. some of those in, at that that time it was, it was um, the days where you, you could get beat up for wearing the wrong shoes, that yes. sort of thing. Um, so... Um, uh, yeah, so I wasn't really uh, thrilled about going there, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The Cronk's Bar was great, mm. lovely little, little pub type situation at Box Park. Mm. Mm. Um, the Green Dragon is a, is a classic. Yes, that's a good one. I very say. good yeah. beer. I went power. there
0: on, the, um, on my Tramlink pub crawl, mm. uh, sort of at Elmer's End to Wimbledon. That was one of the highlights, actually, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, some backstreeters were very nice. But, uh, yeah, I suppose it perhaps it hasn't changed. perhaps. I have. I mean, like the mm. the, the tower. You've still got those streets. shoes, though, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I can wear them now and get away with them. But the tower, uh, the only thing that's changed about that is it's now got a Sainsbury's in the at the bottom of it, which is mm. not an improvement, really. Um, no. I suppose a Brutalist gift shop was probably too much to uh, yeah. to hope for. Too um, nice. Where else can you get your concrete knickknacks? <laughs>
0: Fine, well, well there was one other thing that um, we got up to previously to this moment, mm. wasn't it? And that was our winter social. The what a lovely night that yeah. was. We yeah. had a, we had an outing in Broccoli for us and anyone else who wanted to come basically, who knew about deserter and taste the new beer. Well, the new old beer. Yeah. And, yeah, a tremendous evening. Very good turnout, I thought, for
1: It was a very good Thursday. turnout, yeah. I know Darren, the um, the manager at uh, the London Beer Dispensary, where it was held, he was saying, yeah, not only was it a good crowd, it was a, uh, like, a big crowd, it was mm. a good crowd in, you know, social, you know. Mm, mm. Um, lots of people who don't know each other talking to each other and probably exactly. forgetting each other the next morning. Yes,
0: because you probably won't sit meet again until the summer social, but yeah. what the hell, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah, so thanks very much to the study guys for hosting that and indeed for helping us, enabling us to make our beer.
1: Yeah, a really good turnout. I can't remember everybody's names, of course, but I do remember Tim from Newbury because he gave uh, gave us a present. Oh, yes. Um,
0: I mean, if everybody gave us a present, we'd probably uh, remember them a bit. Gifts are are allowed.
1: Um, Do feel free to follow Tim's lead there. What did he give you? It was a Biff cartoon book. I don't know if you remember the Biff Cartoon yes. strip used to yes. Guardian. Yeah, but no. I think. Uh, Did he give it to you, or was it to us? Well, uh, perhaps it was to us. I got it anyway. I see. Might have to arm wrestle me for it.
0: <laughs> uh, I think uh, we're going to try and hear a bit from us on the night, talking to our
1: special guest. Our special guest, Sam Barber, the um, master brewer of Sally Brewing.
0: Would you say that we were a help <laughs> or a hindrance when we, um, you know, spent the day with you? In, in penge, uh, you were very helpful to start with, <laughs> and as the day progressed, less um, helpful. I'd say less helpful. Um, <laughs> less able. <laughs> yes, very good, very good. So yeah, we we, um, we built the beer with Sam. Uh, I mean, the first That's time why they call it building beer. Bu- it? Building beer. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. We, we we sort of spoke about all the beers we loved, didn't we? Um, there was a sort of talk about Jaipur from Thornbridge, the work of. Dark Star, some others, some others, Um, yeah. And yeah, we we uh, had some unhopped beers that you had ready, and we threw in a lot of dry hops at the end for the flavouring. It was quite a remarkable session, Mm. and uh, we're happy. We're we're amazed that we've come up with something so delicious, which is mainly down to you rather than Vince. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that, it was a very interesting process for me as well, actually, to uh, take the opportunity to go through everything that we had available, uh, and it was, it was good to, to dry hop things individually, yeah, as we did, yeah. uh, go through, get your notes on it, because sometimes as a brewer, well, you have to trust your own intuition, but to get other people's feedback, yeah. and to get the opportunity immediately... To blend things together and come up with ideas was was a very exciting process.
1: The experience of alcoholics. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
0: (laughs) you guys probably know a little bit more than I do.
1: (laughs) But I do remember that that, that first time uh, when we came back
0: for the tasting and um, you were there, Mick was there, wasn't he? Possibly Uh, even Ben, yeah. And uh, I think you already knew. I could see a twinkle in your eye, but we, we tasted it and it was like, oh my God. Yeah. This is some we've got some sort of nectar going on here. Mm. I remember
1: being sort of prepared to be sort of slightly disappointed to be able to have to say kind of like life It's it's yes. It's like like, like sport it's um, <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, you know, it's nice but it just needs a bit of but it was fucking sensational yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it is again it's is
0: yeah, great the trick. Back. Great to it back. Thanks very much for that. And we'll hopefully collaborate again. on We were talking about doing some specials, maybe a couple of saisons or something like that. And yeah, it right. would we'll, we'll be superb to work with you again. Um, Cannabis, beer. Cannabis beer. Cannabis beer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not looking so sure about that, Sam. You can't. I haven't researched how <laughs> <laughs>
0: how, that, how exactly that would work. But if, if you want to have a go, can can smoke
1: it. On. <laughs> so on to our main topic
0: okay yes our main topic uh food and drink or i mean let's be honest here we're really going to be talking about chips and beer aren't we let's whittle it down to the essentials
1: the two food groups yes
0: exactly i mean uh, the Germans call beer a liquid loaf don't they they? yeah Yeah, um, and um most appropriately there's been a little bit of a mix-up at the bar I do hope Tony's not listening to this. But um, we were going to have three beers brought over, and they were brought over by somebody else, and then another three came over, and then rather than throw them down the drain, they just left them here on the table to oil our purposes. Love this pub. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thanks very much to Tony and the sheaf.
1: <laughs> Food and drink. Yeah. Now, this was
0: prompted by the news, was it not, that uh, the recent news that you may have read, that chips are bad for you chips and roast potatoes. How could they say that? Yeah. I mean, uh, why would they say So-called scientists. That? Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, just to roll back for a moment uh, and consider the potato perhaps more generally, I mean, in my view, as you may recall, it's a scandal mm-hmm. that the potato is not included in our five-a-day vegetable recommendation. Yeah. It's full of... Minerals and fibre. And there's no reason why it should be excluded in favour of tinned tomatoes. Get out. Yeah. Packeted sweet corn. <laughs> it's clearly got no nutritional value at all. It's, you know, As we all know, it goes straight through you. I and mean, I mean, the clues in the,
1: the, the French name, pomme de terre, you know, apples of the earth. What could be more wholesome exactly, than that? Exactly. Just um, have five of those a day. Yeah. Admittedly, you parboil them and then... Roast them in animal fat, and then they're really <laughs> bloody lovely. But they don't like those crispy bits, do they? It's There's the crispy bits that uh,
0: yeah, yeah which delicious they are really yeah, the best hands bits. Off my
1: crispy bits. I mean, it could
0: be down to what scientists call the glycoalkaloids. These are the toxins contained within potatoes, um, which can cause. Is that n- the green bits? I don't know if it's purely the green bits, but um, I think... I heard
1: there's acid in those green bits.
0: Well, yes, uh, or even an alkaloid.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. The glycoalkaloids in a potato cause nausea, bowel irritability, and headaches. So it's sometimes difficult to know if you've been poisoned by a potato or if you've just got a hangover. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. How many times have we woken up with a hangover? It's just been a little bit of potato poisoning from the bag of chips the night before. Uh, no, the main reason they uh, they don't tell us that potatoes are good for us is because they're delicious. Everybody would eat them, Their productivity would come to a standstill, everyone would be a monstrous size because of course they do carry a lot of carbohydrate as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you know anybody
1: who doesn't like a potato? No, that's a very good question. I've never met anyone. No, uh, I've met people who don't like chocolate. I've, I've never I've, met anybody. An old
0: girlfriend like. used to like uh, to eat raw potato, which was quite... Interesting,
1: are you sure it was I mean, she a girlfriend and not yeah. like a goat or something? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? Sorry, Philippa. Um, yeah,
0: I mean the potatoes basically... Just let's, let's just pause for a moment and but think about how deliciously versatile they are. I mean, you can bake them with butter. Mm. You could mash them with butter again. You can roast them, perhaps, mm. in lard. Oh. You could sauté them with garlic, rosemary and rock salt. Stop it. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, I did a salt You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. Um, you, can, you, know, you can fashion them into hash browns. You can make them into crisps. You can even put them in salads. <laughs> I know. But, of course, ultimately, they give you the chip. I've I tried to think of three words to describe chips, and I came up with lovely, wonderful and lovely again. <laughs> <laughs> they're basically our gift to the world, aren't they? Mm. Although they're in- invented in Belgium. Yes. But despite that, they're Britain's gift to the world. And um, I've loved them ever since I was a child. My uh, parents brought me up in a town without a chip shop. Oh, for God's sake, that's cruel. No, it is cruel. I mean, Childline heard about it, let me tell you, they invented Indian. they stopped taking my calls. <laughs> So yeah, my dream was to live in a town which had a chip shop. Uh, In uh, in its absence, I used to sort of have a fantasy about eating a never-ending chip, you know, which uh, obviously may lead you to think I was very simple. Um, I, was, um, I took it upon myself to become an expert in making my own chips. There was really little choice, you know, this is on an agar, you know, it takes a bloody age for the... What else are you doing do when there. you're in the
1: country? Yeah, exactly.
0: So I triple boil them, I double boil them, I parboil boil them. I know how to make a good chip. And so um, when I finally did get out into the proper world and go to cafes uh, for my egg, bacon and chips, I was thoroughly disappointed mm. because most cafe chips are rubbish, they're frozen nonsense aren't yeah, they? Yeah. I, I would demand to see have something that hasn't seen the inside of a plastic bag, That mm. has a basic minimum. Uh, so um, some time ago on, on the deserter site I um, spent a lot of time researching cafes and um, at great calorific expense to myself and we will just share the five cafes that do fresh hand cut chips. Let's hear them. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Number one. Should I put a drum roll in here? Yeah, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, in no particular order, in the very shadows of Millwall FC Mm -hmm. in Bermondsey Mm -hmm. is the Millwall Cafe. I've heard lots about that. The cafe yeah. with a chip shop, fr- chip fryer. Mm. Everything comes out with the most delicious, perfect, fluffy chips, wonderful. Under threat recently from a that have been, that have with, been uh, withdrawn. At number two, Camberwell's Rock Steady Eddies. Yes, you're surrounded by loons from the Maudsley and the benches are so tightly put together you feel like you're gonna fall face forwards into your meal at any point, but so what? It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> number three is Waterloo's Marie's on, oh yes on Lower Marsh lovely yeah get there before six and it hasn't turned into a Thai restaurant yet mm. and they do lovely hand cut chips it's a classic number four possibly a slight ch- cheat is uh, the Regency in uh, SW1 mm. uh, Horse Ferry Road but um, it is north of the river but um, it's got S in the postcode it does. Get out of that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's a very handsome
0: place. It's a handsome place. It's been in many films. Um, Layer Cake was one, wasn't it? Um, some others. Um, great chips. Very noisy staff as they bellow out your uh, order for you to mm. come and get.
1: Yeah, I like to hear my order at full volume. Yes, if, if it's I'm chips. very proud of it, yes. Yeah. And when
0: I go for double egg, bacon, chips, that's it. There's no fuss. Yeah. There's no beans or tomatoes or do mushrooms It's just... That's what I want. And
1: everybody in the place is thinking,
0: respect. Absolutely. They are, they're thinking, that is a firm order. (laughs) Solid, simple, straightforward. And then finally, uh, West Norwood's finest, the electric. They've got an A-board outside on the street, which actually advertises the presence of hand-cut chips. So Stavros and his family who run that know when they're onto a good thing. They know what their USP is.
1: Yeah, another very handsome uh, cafe. Yes, lovely.
0: They did some work a a couple of years ago and... Sort of yeah, revealed the old signage. Um, yeah, lovely inside and out. Um, that's chips. That's chips. All that talk about chips has made me very thirsty.
1: Mmm. Mm. Yes. So on to our, our, our other uh, item on the menu, beer. Oh, thank God. Is beer food? Yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course it is. Um, it's fat free. Mm-hmm. It's cholesterol free and it's low in carbohydrates. Uh, But apart from that, it's got some good stuff about it. Um, I mean, there are are a lot of studies around uh, the drinking of beer. I mean, we've been drinking it for thousands of years. It's Mm. been part of the human diet for a very Mm, long mm, time. mm, mm. Um, Some studies say it helps you live longer, it boosts your bone density, and it reduces chances of kidney stones, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's,
0: heart (laughs) disease, (laughs) stroke,
1: (laughs) and uh, type two diabetes. Uh, That's pretty pretty impressive, isn't it? Plus, it makes us more attractive.
0: Yes, of course. I mean, Um, it's basically medicine.
1: Yes, well, yes. If uh, if the same kind of marketing ethics that the food industry uh, employs were used on beer, it would be considered. a That's uh, what they'd be saying. Yeah.
0: Well, didn't they used to say that Guinness is good for you? They, they did, yeah, yeah. they're not allowed it to say this those those. No,
1: yeah. they're not. They're put, it's packed full of iron. Mm.
0: Um, so uh, with all these
1: medical benefits,
0: why aren't we um, drinking any more of it?
1: Well, we are. Oh. <laughs> but why isn't everybody else? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, there is a, a caveat. All those studies are based on the drinking of one pint a day, uh, or as we would call it, abstinence. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, that is a bit of a drawback.
1: That is a drawback. Yes, so we're never we're never going to get those benefits. The implication
0: being that if you uh, go over your one pint a day, these medical benefits may be rolled back or even may, reversed.
1: Yeah. Possibly, yes. Yeah. Well, there is one study that has a medical benefit that um, is not based on that kind of. Intake. Um, There was one study that suggests it improves memory, which Mm. would surprise a lot of people, I imagine. Sort of Mm. anecdotally, uh, I think we would agree uh, it hasn't helped our memory whatsoever. Mm. Quite the opposite. No, I can't remember now. Um, But there was a study in which mice were given a a compound that is found in hops um, that improved their. Spatial memory and uh, the cognitive flexibility, uh, which is two of my superpowers when I've had a few jars, I must have. (laughs) I've noticed. I'm I'm actually very flexible. (laughs) I'm up for anything. Um, (laughs) um, But in order to recreate that experiment in humans, Mm. we would need to drink 2,000 litres a day. Jesus, when he came in for a half? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, yes. Uh, I'm not doing that on a school night. No, Um, quite. Should I I send these extra beers back? Well, no, because we could share them out. We could share them out, yeah. Oh, looks like Matt's (laughs) glass is empty. (laughs) Well, I think the conclusion there is we're simply not drinking enough.
0: I see what you're saying. As the
1: mice. I'm going to pass them out. Let's put that right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Try that one. It's exactly the same as the other one. (laughs) Very good. Thanks for the um, beer info, Doctor any time <laughs> uh, before we leave the subject of food and drink it's come to our attention that we've been accused on occasion of what we can only describe as a carnivorous bias yes um, yes
1: which, well that is probably fair
0: yeah i mean we, we 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 are drawn to meat there is no doubt about that um personally i'm you know i'm not against vegetables i just don't want to have them on their own um and of course, love of meat has got little to do with deserting or our general philosophies. I think it's more a personal peccadillo,
1: isn't it? Uh, yes, it's yeah, it's a personal preference. Uh, nothing against vegetables. I mean, I just uh, for me, I sort of tolerate them mm. rather, than, rather than enjoy them. I mean, I know when a friend says something like uses the phrase "lovely vegetables," mm. I have absolutely no idea what she's on about. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I. I oh, Eat them if I have to. Well,
0: we thought perhaps to answer our critics, basically, we put together a sort of. um, It's like a sort of. of of It's a concept
1: restaurant. For people who like meat, Uh, a vegetarian menu. Yeah.
0: It's a vegetarian menu for for people who like meat (laughs) in a concept. (laughs) Yeah. There's no meat in it. We need to get this down. There's no There's no meat in it at all. Oh, wafer thin ham apart from the way 15th. <laughs> There's no meat in it. Um, we're just going to show that we can do it. I mean, uh, my yeah. personal point is it's taken us an awful long time as humans to rise to the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's not a position I want to give up easily. No. But in order, just to, for inclusiveness, mm-hmm. we're going to open a vegetarian
1: restaurant. So if, you're, if we're, you're obviously looking for investors, if you've got a spare million pounds, this is obviously a winner.
0: Yes, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna, this is going to fly because just wait until what's, you hear what's on the menu. Number one, egg and chips. <laughs> I mean, it it's got to be, isn't it? it? It's, the it, has, it is it's the classic. It's what yeah. every meat eater will go for given a vegetarian menu. How can you beat egg and chips? Double egg and chips. Double egg and chips. I already thought yeah, that. Already second, thought that through. Second item on the menu. Yes, and uh, you can go three egg and chips, and so on. Yeah. Probably mind that gag now sufficiently, <laughs> so we'll, we'll leave that. But you get the get the get the principle.
1: Mm. Yeah, I remember a, an Australian friend could not believe that egg and chips was actually a meal in, in England. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Practically thought of it thought of ourselves as a little. Unsophisticated, I think. Perhaps, oh, but yeah. it's delicious. How can you go wrong?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, of course, if you're a vegan, it's just chips. But once again, how can so you go bad, wrong? It, yeah, yeah, exactly. I know I could be a
1: vegan because I could have just chips. Yeah, yeah very briefly, I could too. Um, <laughs> and uh, we mentioned it before. The chip butty would be on there, of course. Yes, chip yeah. butty. That
0: classic fusion of dairy, bread, and potato. Mm. Yeah. Heckish yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, mushrooms on toast. Um, not just any mushrooms, magic mushrooms. Ah, Let talk talking. yes. Uh, mushrooms on toaster? Yes, please. Magic or regular. <laughs> half and half. Uh, I've got a meeting <laughs> in a bit, so I don't want to lose my uh, trousers. <laughs> um, yeah, magic mushrooms on toast, I thought would be nice. Um, grass, I've noticed cows eat a lot of grass, All but right. I thought we could smoke it.
1: Ah, okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all vegetarian. What, with the, uh, after the mushrooms? Yeah. Yeah. Or during.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a smoking restaurant. It's a smoking <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the, the principle behind that being, once you've, uh, smoked your grass, you're going to eat anything and it's going to be delicious. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Do you have any items before I go on to, uh, Uh, well, the cheese trolley? board. Cheese board. Yes, uh, of course. The cheese board. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going to add all puddings, because uh, in my research, they do not include meat.
1: Well, apart from sausage roll and custard. Oh. thought <laughs> <laughs> on that one, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to rethink that.
0: Anyway, <laughs> c- cakes and puddings we yeah. thought might be on there. Especially okay. once you've had some
1: grass. You know, you yeah. Have it, aren't you? yeah.
0: Um, is that enough
1: vegetarian? Tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> tortilla, that's basically egg and chips again, isn't it? It is, but with a little bit of <laughs> onion <laughs> and... Olive oil,
0: yeah. Yeah, okay, fine.
1: (laughs) Chuck it on. Yeah, so, yeah, if you want to invest in that, yeah, um, either get in touch or just send us money.
0: Just send us the money. Don't bother getting in touch. Yeah. Uh, We don't even
1: need your email address. (laughs) Just just the money. What's next? (laughs) Is it the news? It's the news. Thank God for that. Well, latest uh, news, uh, sad news. The uh, beer rebellion in Sydenham.
0: Oh, um, yes. Uh, that's right. We, it's we noticed that Had it shut mode. us down, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Um. And
1: that some locals are trying to uh, raise some money to reopen it and keep it going. Mm. Um, Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Um, it's so very lovely. sad to see that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it was a bit of a departure from their other places and it wasn't right next to a station, which yes. I think makes a big difference to true to their success. So but the it's f- much loved, actually. The people, the records rig- that go there, yeah. love it. And I really liked
0: it too. I really liked it as well. Um, so good luck with uh, keeping that going. Uh, as far as we know, the other two are unaffected, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. Queen's Road one and the Gypsy Hill one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the Thames pub in... Just while well, we're well, on pub and beer news, the Thames pub in Greenwich um, had their the, the landlord had their application to turn into flats
1: refused. Didn't That's they? right. Yeah, yeah, I was quite so, surprised by that. Yeah, really, um, it may not
0: be permanent refusal, but um, good on them. Yeah, I mean
1: it hasn't been open for a very long time. No, it hasn't. And, and, and no. they recently, well, fairly recently, closed down the uh, the old loyal Britons on the same street. That's right. Yeah, which is great. And turned that right, into flats. Yeah, yeah which we much better in. than it sounds.
0: Yes, absolutely, yeah, it was was (laughs) cracking. The nags head in Camberwell, you may have seen uh, the landladies being forced to leave there at the end of March, I believe, due to the current landlords doubling the rent.
1: Yeah, outrageous. Uh,
0: In better news, Antic are going to be opening a volunteer in Woolwich.
1: Yes, on Palace Street, and uh, I saw the locals celebrating on, on Twitter, mm. uh, especially as it's not on the, the Royal Arsenal side, because there's, there's ah, been yes. three bars yes. opened there in, in the last couple of years, uh, that are all of a certain kind of fairly shiny type, and um, yes, uh, yeah, to see someone someone investing on the other, the other side of uh, the the apartheid village, <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, exactly, uh, can only be a positive thing,
0: definitely. And then finally, both the Dog in uh, Dulwich Village, that's the uh, Crown Greyhound, and the Half Moon are reopening imminently. The Half Moon's actually got a date now, and that's the 20th of March, yeah. Half Moon in Herne Hill. Great news. See you there. Absolutely. Um, in other news, the Bakerloo extension was announced, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, so it's going to uh, its going to be going through Olcott Road instead of uh, Camberwell. Um, yes. Because the, the
0: option was to go Campbellwell Camberwell, Peckham was it, and now yeah. it's going to go straight down the Old Kent Road to Through New Cross, New Cross yeah. to
1: Lewisham. Yeah. I mean, um, and possibly beyond. Yeah. Uh, do you have any strong feelings about that either way? I, I, I don't have any strong feelings about that either way, I mean I like Camberwell as it is in a way. I Me sort too. Of, I, I, I don't know that Tube Station would no, it benefit would just, it greatly. You tend but, to get
0: um, sort of a, an accretion of key shops and chicken shops and dry cleaners and sort of homogenises yeah. the area around the station, doesn't it? Um, yeah,
1: and Campbell has retained a certain character without, without its uh, yeah. tube station. The old Kent Road, I think, could do with tube stations. Well, it's got fuck
0: all else, let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a grim stroll at the moment. I mean, um, especially if, if it encourages some... Close, all the pubs have closed, that's the problem. Mm. I was going to say, if it encourages people to stop, hang around and have a drink or a bite to eat mm. on their way, to work um, it would be good Um, the only thing I'm slightly uh, disappointed about was the current names for the um, extension stations, they're currently Old Kent Road 1 and in uh, really exciting development the other one's called
1: Old Kent Road 2 Mm, the sequel (laughs) yeah I'm sure they could do better than that Um, I'd like to see I'd like to see one named after the pub. So, I mean, the Thomas Beckett would be nice to see that open. It might be more like. Yeah. They... I mean, when you
0: think of the names of those pubs, you know, the Thomas Beckett, the yeah. Duncan, the yeah. Frog and Nightgown, mm-hmm. the World Turned Upside Down. Imagine a cheap station called The World Turned Upside Down.
1: That's yeah. what we should be doing, isn't I'd, it? I'd go there, yeah. yeah.
0: That's a great idea. Uh, in another idea, I thought maybe um, you know Staples is leaving the, the office high street. Uh, supplies. Yeah, giant. Yes. The office supply giant. Yes. They've been bought up. Their name will disappear. So I thought maybe it could be commemorated in a tube name. Nice. Staples. Yes. Staples station.
1: Yeah. Well, I I wouldn't mind seeing it called uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Of course. The drive-through the, the, fir- yeah, the UK's 1st first, first drive-through yeah, where you went on honeymoon pretty much with your wife yeah we were there for a long time all three of us yeah yeah um see so, yes that's right you didn't you stop off there in a cab yes have we said the meter story before, with Probably. the meter
0: running and it wasn't they hadn't quite got it smoothly no. and you had, it was it like 14 pounds just in the driveway of kentucky fried chicken yeah. let's face it this is like Pre-war, isn't it? Yeah. this, is, this would have been expensive. <laughs> this
1: isn't a black cab.
0: <laughs> so you um, were stuck there uh, waiting for your takeaway in the cab with both your with your wife and her twin sister, who sometimes you right. I mean, were confused was also your wife. I understand. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a black cab. They were uh, my my wife was paying, and luckily there was two of them, so they were able to split the cost. Oh, well, that's good. That's yeah. good.
0: Did you managed to get home? Yes, Lent, I did. For that. Yeah.
1: Um, um, the other one that I liked, mm, uh, name would be um, the Municipal Dump, yes. a Great Tube Station. Uh, well, it's a lovely dump. It, it's, it's I, we,
0: I'm, I, I gather we're referring to the Southwark Reuse and Recycle Centre. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. call it that. No, yeah. no. <laughs> That's yeah. the one with the roundabout outside, isn't it, where yeah. we uh, had a picnic. Yes,
1: uh, which is lovely if the wind's not in your direction. No, that was, yeah. yes, we had to
0: leave in the end, didn't we? Yeah, yeah before we got to the olives. <laughs> um, well, there's some there's some thoughts on names for the Baker Extension. I mean, have those for yes. free? I think. I mean, since we've got all the money in for the vegetarian restaurant, we're not bothered about money anymore. So, anyone listening that want those names, yeah. have those. They're yours.
1: TFL, it's all yours.
0: Yeah. Um, in other news, uh, I thought we we must mention Dulwich Hamlet's uh, cut run in the FA Trophy.
1: Fantastic, yeah.
0: Um, Their next, well, basically, where they are now is two rounds from Wembley. That's
1: amazing. Quite
0: incredible, isn't Mm. it? This is the FA Trophy. Second round game was in Whitehawk, which has uh, already gone down in Legend. I I nearly made it. Um, (laughs) It's Whitehawks in Brighton. and um, I was actually in the drive and I was checking the times uh, and the trains had just stopped going to Clapton Junction, which meant it was going to be two hours each way. Mm. I thought, I'll just go and watch it on Twitter. Um, Anyway, uh, long story short, 1-0 down with 20 minutes to go, Dulwich won 4-1. one of the greatest victories in recent history. At 3-1, someone started using the hashtag, I was there. Mm. Uh, You really don't want to see the hashtag, I was there, ever being used in an event that you nearly went to. Yeah. Um, so I made sure I went to Braintree in the next round. It was away, it was no train. So that was a couple of hours each way on a coach. Three coaches, again another, yeah. another first. Yeah. Three coaches to watch a nil-nil draw in Braintree, mm-hmm. uh, which we weren't in, allowed into the uh, club bar there. <laughs> uh, but we managed to make our own fun, as, you, as you'll probably be unsurprised to hear. Mm-hmm. And uh, although it was nil-nil, there was a hint that we might be able to beat these guys that were two divisions above us. Yeah. And sure enough, uh, come uh, last Tuesday, a historic victory, uh, 5-2. Yeah, a thrashing. Um, a thrashing, you might say. And uh, wonderful scenes, which means that uh, set up a quarterfinal in the FA Trophy, tra- FA trophy with Macclesfield, the ex-league team. Yeah.
1: Um, it doesn't get any more glamorous than that. No.
0: <laughs> Home of Ian Curtis, I believe. Uh, so they'll be bringing uh, a couple of hundred down, I imagine. And that's, if you want to go to that, that is on Saturday, the 25th of February. So pretty soon after this comes out. Back to food.
1: Yeah. Is it the chitza or the... Is it the chitza? The chitza. I don't know. I don't, Whatever, I don't I know, I know if you've one. heard about this. Uh, yeah, I don't want one. <laughs> well, you can stick to your vegetables. <laughs> Yeah, so KFC in Singapore, we believe, is it, mm. have um, brought out the chizza, uh which instead of, which is a pizza in a way, mm. uh, but instead of a um, bread base, it has deep-fried chicken breast. Yes.
0: On which they then slather mozzarella and tomato sauce, mm-hmm. and, and then you can order a variety of pepperoni, ham, pineapple and their special KFC sauce. I'm I'm putting myself off (laughs) it now. (laughs) I wish I hadn't said all those things (laughs) at one go. Just imagine, though, a chicken, a flattened chicken breast deep Mm. fried with mozzarella and tomato sauce on Mm. You would,
1: wouldn't you? Um, It depends on my condition, I think. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm right near uh, Borough Market right now. I certainly wouldn't consider it. But um, I I, I respect the mind that came up with that concept. It's uh, it's extraordinary
0: there's a clamour to bring it over here um, mm. curiosity value more than anything else yes. imagine rather than uh, then, but we should say they're, they're not like 12 inches I mean someone no. was complaining that it was smaller than their hand mm. um, but anyway uh, it's not yet available in the UK and the States but um, very probably out. will be yeah. yeah worrying news you wanted to bring up Vincent I think worrying news about
1: booze yes drink restrictions oh god At the Cheltenham Festival, of all places. Ah yes. Uh, So yes, they're bringing in this year because there've been too many drunk instances.
0: Footballers pissing in a cup. Yes. And uh, some ladies
1: exposing themselves. Exposing. I
0: mean, do we really want to live in a world where women are discouraged from bearing their breasts at horse race meetings? No. <laughs> no, no, we don't, would be my view. I thought you were going to say yes for a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do worry it's the thin end of the wedge of restricting booze at uh, race meets. Um, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a part of the day, isn't it? It's a big a part, part of the day. Well, I mean,
0: there's two, there's two bits to it. One is the hospitality bars were going to be asked to close early. Right. Rude. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a sponsor, and I've got my guests there, and I'm paid for the drinks, and I expect to be able to give them a drink. What sort
1: of hospitality is that?
0: Yeah. Uh, and then, secondly, just to clear up some Ooh. confusion, um, you are allowed to buy four drinks per person at each visit to a bar, right? Aren't you? So, right, so, so in a sense. Sort
1: of make any difference it's though.
0: not going to really make any difference and it more it, it strikes me as s- something the jockey club can say to show that they're trying to clean up their act after yeah. people pissed in a cup yeah um, this is uh, the jockey club the same people incidentally who are going to save racing by selling Kempton Park so we're, we're clearly dealing with a bunch of morons yeah, yeah. pissing in a cup is, p- is part of our heritage <laughs> pissing in a McDonald's cup
1: that's what it's all about Mm-hmm. It's part of the big day. But there are further drink restrictions, yes, aren't there? There are indeed. Lloyds of London. A little bit are, closer to home. Uh, asking, uh, oh, not asking. They're, um, telling. Telling their, their staff not to drink during work hours. Yeah,
0: uh, nine till five.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think I realise what a, a booze culture insurance was is
0: Well, the city in general has always traditionally been monstrously booze orientated. Right. I mean, um, four drinks, four pints at lunchtime is the norm or certainly was the norm. Right. Um, now yeah. I'm
1: interested in insurance.
0: Well, yes, I mean, uh, I, I, it's put me off it because mm. of this ban. I mean, mm. as you know, I was considering, you know, a late change of career. Yeah. yeah. Um, you love insurance. But um, if you can't have a bottle of wine with lunch, I'm out.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, uh, apparently it doesn't affect brokers and underwriters. It's only it's probably know, just, just
0: the poor buggers that really exactly. need a drink.
1: The, the people who really are, have had enough, really you know, have a pint and a fag for lunch, that's yeah, their lunch. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. They've been forced into having sushi. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yes, that could be a thin end of the wedge if more employers follow suit. I mean... Um, When I started doing sort of work in various graduate ghettos, like BT and so on Mm. and other banks, they actually had bars in the building, Mm. you know, open all day.
1: Very civilised, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like the House of Commons. Yes.
0: Yes, that's a good point, (laughs) actually. Mm. Um, So, yeah, that could be a thin end of the wedge, isn't it, where, uh, you know, people are discouraged from drinking between 9 and 5, everything we stand against. Everything. Uh, and finally, in the news, uh, we've got a uh, big exclusive and... Um, huge. A huge exclusive. And we're not going to announce it. We're going to attempt using what we call technology to patch in someone. He is, he is on Earth.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> patch in someone from um, South London uh, to tell us all about it. Welcome
1: okay. to the messaging service. The person you are calling is unable, unable to take your call. Please use your message please after the tone. Please to please record
0: please your message, key hash at any time. He's gone AWOL. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at impersonations, unfortunately, so um, we'll just have to do it in our own voices. That was his big chance, Finity. You've blown it. Yeah, so we couldn't get hold of Andrew. Andrew, who's the bar manager at College Hamlet FC, the news is that um, Dunwich Hamlet will be holding a beer festival Hooray. in June. That's the news. And uh, we're hoping that we can get the guys at Southey to create a dessert, a special beer for that. But there'll be plenty of others besides on what we hope is a glorious, beery,
1: sunny occasion. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. Didn't manage to ring Southey either, did we? But uh, I'm sure they'll be more than cooperative. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Social media? Oh yeah, this is the bit where we don't really do very much, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. I love this bit. Yeah. Wikipedia ban of the mail that came oh, to yes. our attention, didn't it? Yeah. They, they like all
0: their sources to be true. Credible. Credible, yeah, reliable. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, the mail has proved
1: itself to be unreliable. It's incredible for Wikipedia. I mean, anyone can edit it. Anyone anyway, edit <laughs> Wikipedia, <laughs> and it's more reliable
0: than the mail. <laughs> um, the kin um, state of the fourth estate. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Facebook banned the Express for similar reasons, haven't they? In the yeah. purge of fake news, they yeah. banned the Express. I mean, just to play devil's advocate for the moment, I mean, last week was a bit of a cold snap, and um, the Express had said that we would have a snowbomb horror freeze. <laughs> so, you know... Yeah. Maybe they are right. Yeah. Maybe it's the fakers they were faking.
1: Mind you, if they say it every day, they're bound to be right. To an that's eight, true. It? It's like a stop clock,
0: isn't it? Mm. On to Donald the Unready. Donald the Unready, yeah. You yeah, you've written that down. I have no idea what it means.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> yes. So, well, that's a, yes, that's, um, yes, I mean, you can't escape Donald Trump, can you, in the news. Uh, and, um, on, but on Twitter, there's a, a sort of historical parallel. Donald the Unready is putting Mercia first... And he wants to drain the Fens. Mm. Yeah, it's a yeah, funny little uh, historical Twitter account um, that uh, brings Donald into the uh, uh, Dark Ages. Yes. <laughs> where he belongs.
0: <laughs> Very good, I'll check that out. That's at Donald Unready. D-O-N-A-E-L-D, I notice.
1: Yes. Elsewhere on uh, Twitter, there was... Uh, Str- 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 Streatham Rovers were... Uh, um, talking about the ta- their manager, Taff Goose. Uh, I remember Taff Goose. Yes. yes. Uh, he was having a book signing at the uh, Coinwash Laundrette in uh, Streatham of High Of course Road. he was. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, this is the uh, South London's other favourite team, isn't it? Um, yeah. Streatham Rovers, uh, mainly on Twitter. Yes. I think they are on Facebook as well, but I think it's Twitter where most of the action happens.
1: Sponsored by Herod Eviction Services. That's right. Um, I remember the
0: because there was a Q&A with him at the end of last year uh, on Twitter, which was hijacked by... The hashtag was hijacked by the Norbury Ultras. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so the timeline was just inundated with quest- loads of questions about revolutionary internment. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> one, of the, one of the questions was, who's, who's a favourite player? I forget, was it like Chris Boot or something like that? I forget, I can't remember the name of their players. Anyway, Taff replied that Chris is their favourite player because he brings great banter to the uh, dressing room. Um, you know, he dresses up as Hitler at half-time, etc. <laughs> although not in a racist way. <laughs> <laughs> so Taff's got a great way with words. Yeah, we'll try and get, we get some more from... Uh, Stretton Rovers.
1: Yes, I here, mean not everybody Rovers. was was happy with the uh, the book signing. Uh, somebody wrote into Stretton Rovers and said, "Now I realise you're a joke. I think you're scum." Oh, <laughs> I see. Laundrette, is that supposed to be funny? You unfunny cunt. Oh, that's you
0: know, nice, isn't yeah. it? Mind you, that's gold as well. <laughs> yeah, finally on social media. Uh, you remember a little while ago I was um, just running through some of my superpowers you know you, do, you, you have a spare 10 minutes in the afternoon you're lying on a sofa you think you yeah, know really i am quite magnificent in many ways many untold ways unspoken ways yes um for example uh, i can hold my breath underwater for short periods of time amazing yeah um i am able to change the tv channel without getting up no way yeah yeah and uh, I can turn any foodstuff into fecal matter. <gasps> Armed with these great sort of deserter superpowers I went out to the world to see if anybody had any others.
1: Yeah, you could form a team. Yes, like a sort of
0: superheroes, the Avengers. Yeah. Deserter Avengers. And uh, yeah, we got so we got a we did get a bit of a team together. There was um casual tall Paul who can stop a speeding bullet once. and he's got two actually he can also talk to the animals but he can't understand them (laughs) (laughs) smiling politely can call on any living dinosaur within a 25 mile radius (laughs) and um, monkey face can time travel but only forwards
1: (laughs) Slowly, and
0: uh, one of my favourites, Grant Ramage, says that he's able to occasionally read his own mind. (laughs) Uh, Now, I think I'm managing to develop another superpower. Oh yeah, yeah, which is knowing when we've come to the end of a podcast. (laughs) Ah. Is that because you're out of beer? No, it's more than the more than the producers putting his coats on.
1: Oh yes. (laughs) Well, thanks to Matt Hall for producing.
0: And thanks to the sheaf in Borough for having us. Thank you very much. Thanks for the extra beer, etc. Yeah,
1: if you need some deserter between now and the next podcast, we're all over Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.
0: As well as the website, of course, deserter.co.uk. So what are you up to this afternoon, Vinny? Well, I'm swimming with the nipper at 5.30. Right. We'd better move fast then.
1: Two rides. barman.